you can have six hours of undivided attention of your ideal client prospect. That's priceless, but we've got to use it well. And you're not going to get all six hours unless you can keep their attention. Write the world-changing book that will help grow your personal brand and your business as it makes the world a better place. Welcome to The Author's Corner, hosted by Robin Colucci. Every episode, we bring you some of the most successful authors, as well as other industry experts, to share some inspiration, motivation, tactical strategy, and fun. We'll also talk about the challenges and trends in the publishing industry. Don't get stuck in the idea phase. Join The Author's Corner today. Start writing the book you've dreamed about. Hello and welcome to The Author's Corner. I'm your host, Robin Colucci, and today is time for another Robin's Riff. And the topic of the riff today is how to write a book to get clients. I think this is a really, really important thing to explore and examine because there are a lot of misconceptions out in the world today about the connection between writing a book and getting clients. And so my hope is that our episode today will clear up some of that confusion and help you set a course that will lead to great success for you and for your clients. So the very first point I want to make here is that you should never write a book to have a business. The best position is to write a book to grow your business. So if you're thinking of writing a book to get clients, the first pre-qualifier here is that we're really writing a book to get more clients. Because if you don't have any clients yet, I believe it's too soon for you to write a book. And I will say more about that as we move through this riff. First of all, to write and produce a book takes a lot of time and money investment. So if you don't have any clients yet, you really should be spending your time and money getting clients. The thing that really concerns me when people write a book so that they can have a business is that, like I just said, writing a book takes a lot of time and work to do. And you will feel very busy when you're writing your book because you'll be investing a lot of time and focus into it, which is great if you already have a foundation of a business behind you that is helping to support that effort. But if you're just getting started and you don't have clients yet, you don't have a business yet, writing a book can be very dangerous for your success because it can become a major distraction. And I think worst of all, it makes you feel like you're being productive. And you are, you're being productive if you're writing your book, you're producing content, but you're not being productive in the area where it really counts, which is bringing business in, bringing money and clients in so that you are writing from a position of strength and not desperation. Another reason why I think it's important that you have some real on the ground experience in whatever you want to write about before you start writing. Let me give an example because let's say you've had a corporate job for a number of years and now you want to go out on your own and start a consulting business. Now, you might be wanting to consult on the very area that was your specialty when you worked for that corporation. So you're not new to the topic area. You actually have a great deal of knowledge in the field that you would be advising people about, but you are new to the field of coaching 
and you are new to the field of owning your own business. So even in that case, I would say it's not optimal to be writing a book before you have established yourself as that consultant in the world and are already offering those services to people. And very importantly, you already have what I call competency stories, right? Stories that you have collected of clients that you have worked with that you can utilize in your book to illustrate some of your strategies, some of the points that you're making, right? You could have stories about clients that you've worked with who had great success because they did exactly what you said, you know, what you asked them to do. You could also have stories in your book about clients that weren't as successful because they decided to do it their way. But either way, competency stories, stories about clients that you've worked with go a long way when you're writing a book to get clients. Because ideally, your reader will see themselves in these stories and they'll start to imagine themselves working with you and getting similar outcomes. So this is part of the the numerous reasons why I say if you're writing a book to get clients, make sure you already have a business. I know it can be exciting, the thought of writing a book, and sometimes people are just itching to write a book, but I have turned away many people who've come to me in this situation where they are writing a book in the hopes that it will help them have a business. And I always say you're better off if you just spend a few years getting clients, building income, getting that on the ground experience, collecting some stories about people you've helped before you try to write a book. All right. So with that out of the way, if you're still thinking you want to write a book to get clients, let's go on to the next thing that you need to know, which is to make sure that your book is a perfect match for your ideal client. And this is important. So listen closely. And what they already know that they want, what they already know that they want. This is not necessarily the same as what you know they need. Okay. So you might know exactly what your client should be curious about. You might know exactly what your client needs if they want the result that they're thinking that they want. But before you can get them to listen to your advice, you need to come from a place of meeting your reader. Your ideal reader and your ideal client are the same person in this case, right? So you want to meet your reader, your ideal client, where they are. You don't get to show them what they need until you understand what they want and you can help them get that. And that opens the door for you having that opportunity to then explain to them what they need to get there, right? But if your book is broadly targeted, if your book is for everyone, if your book is for people who want to make more money, that's pretty broad, You might look at, well, who's the best person for me to work with in the way that I could show them how to make more money, right? And so then you can narrow that lens. You can narrow that focus. When you try to write a book for everyone, especially when you're writing a book to get clients, you're really writing to no one. It's vital that that reader feels seen by you, feels like you understand them that you have insight into their experience. That's the tone. That's the vibe that you want that book to give off when your ideal client is reading it. Another thing to be very careful of 
if you're thinking you've got something to share that could help other people, you're probably really good at what you do. You probably have incredible knowledge and expertise, which is fantastic. You've probably had a lot of wins in your life. Even better. Fantastic. Wonderful. Good for you. But it's vital if you're writing a book to get clients or really if you're just writing a book that anybody's going to want to read, you need to avoid the temptation to make it all about you. What I mean by that is nobody wants to read, oh, and here's another wonderful thing about me. Here's another amazing accomplishment I had. Here's some other amazing feat that I performed. That gets old really fast and people will walk away from that book thinking that you're an egomaniac. So what we want to do is make sure that anything you share about yourself is with your reader in mind. And anything you share contains information and perspective that they can use, that they can apply to their experience. So they don't need to know that you won the state lacrosse championship in high school unless there's a lesson in there that they can apply and use. The next thing I want to say is to dispel a really big myth that has been going around for the last couple of decades, and it absolutely drives me nuts. You've probably heard people say, your book is a big business card, right? Or even your book is a calling card. I just have to ask you one question to consider before you swallow that idea whole. And the question is, how many business cards have you taken to bed? Now, if you're like everyone else that I've asked this question of, your answer is going to be zero. And my follow-up question is, how many books are sitting on your bedside table right now? Those answers vary from one to over 20. That person must have a very big table. But the point is, we don't take business cards to bed. We don't take calling cards to bed. We certainly don't take advertisements to bed, but we take our books to bed. Why? We read our books in the most intimate spaces that we have. We take them to bed. We take them to our favorite chair. We take them into the restroom, right? Why? Why do we do that? It's because the relationship, there's actually intimacy. There's the potential for intimacy between the author and the reader. And when you are writing a book to your ideal client, you have the opportunity to create intimacy with that person to the extent that you have been gifted essentially around six hours of their undivided attention, probably in bed. Now, it doesn't matter so much where they are as the attention piece, because think about that for a second. Six hours of undivided attention in this day and age. What are you going to do with that time? What's it worth to have that? I was thinking about the last time I watched the Super Bowl and I was watching a Pepsi commercial that lasted 30 seconds and I, I actually Googled how much they spent on it and it was $30 million for 30 seconds of our partial attention during, you know, some part of the Super Bowl. You can have six hours of undivided attention of your ideal client prospect. That's priceless but we've got to use it well. And you're not going to get all six hours unless you can keep their attention. And something that you can make sure to know if you really want to keep their attention is to know the other thing that a book is not. And the other thing a book is not is a long sales letter. You want to avoid saying anything salesy anywhere in the book. Let your competency stories speak for themselves. Let those stories 
of the clients that you've worked with who've changed their lives. Let those do the selling for you. You shouldn't be trying to sell your reader anything in the book. What you can do, and this can be very effective, is put a free and valuable offer inside your book. You can do this in text, inside of a chapter even, or at the back of the book, like a separate page at the back of the book. The key here is to make it a value add, something that your ideal client or reader could really benefit from that's free and requires the reader to go to your website and opt into your mailing list to retrieve it. This enables you to capture contact information from your most interested readers, and it also shows them how to contact you. Now, every single client that I've had who's written a book where at least part of their intention was to get more clients, and I put myself in this category as well, has had people reach out to them after reading their book and saying, I've read your book, I must work with you, what's it going to take? Now, I don't know about you, but I think that's the best sales conversation in the world, right, that you could possibly hope for. So the reason that's happening is because those readers felt seen, they felt understood, and they could see clearly that the author had great solutions for them. They could see the author had enough expertise and experience that they would be able to help them get a great result. That's how your book sells, right? It's indirect. Now, those are the things you want to be thinking about as you're writing and preparing your book. Now I want to talk a little bit more about how you can use your book to get clients once it's written from launch or pre-launch to eternity. What you want to be doing is target all your book marketing, promotion, and sales efforts towards your ideal client. Get publicity in the publications they read, get on shows they watch or listen to, speak to groups they belong to, partner with affiliates who have the same audience as you, get endorsements and a forward writer from others who are respected in your field and share the same audience. You can see what I'm saying here, right? This is why it's so important to know who your ideal client is, because it's also how you're going to target your book promotion efforts, where you're going to go looking for book sales. So this can save you a tremendous amount of time because book signings at bookstores is probably not where you need to be if you're looking for clients. So this is obviously not a complete everything that we could possibly think of around how to write a book to get clients. but. I hope I've given you enough here to at least put you on the right track. And if you would like some more tips and details on what all this looks like and how you actually can write a book to get clients, you can go check out my book, which is called How to Write a Book That Sells You. And that is available on Amazon. Thank you again for listening to The Author's Corner. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of The Author's Corner. You're one step closer to writing the world-changing book you've dreamed about for years. To access today's show notes and other helpful resources, simply visit our website at theauthorscorner.com. A positive review would be appreciated. Until next time.